You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. The creators of Wagertainment. We bring you none of the hot take BS. We bring you best. We bring you sports. I don't care about bragging rights. It just introduces more volatility into the equation. I don't care about victory laps. Stop it. Please stop it. <laughs> Throw the football into the floor. The BetQL Network presents your favorite handicapper's favorite handicapper, Ken Barkley. If I have an opinion, I'm just going to go put money on that thing happening. And your host, Nick Costos. Every single play of every single game impacts you in some way shape or form it's you better you bet presented by betmgm live and direct from the betmgm sportsbook at mandalay bay las vegas you're tuned in to you better you bet with nick costos and ken barkley on the betql network yes indeed it is you better you bet nick costos ken barkley here live from the Ben MGM Sportsbook, Mandalay Bay We're still in alive. Las Vegas, Nevada. Not only are we alive, but We're, we are thriving we are here thriving. on this phenomenal football Friday, the Friday before Super Bowl 58, coming up here Sunday from Sin City. Uh, normally, we do the huge introduction, yep. uh, especially coming yeah. up before the big game. But yeah. listen, uh, stuff last, happens. Last night, yeah. hashtag stuff happens. Hashtag stuff. And the stuff. Was great. I'm close enough to you. We could just recreate the photos a from lot last of, night. A lot of great <laughs> stuff happened, my friend. And look, we'll do this in more detail yeah, as the show moves along. We're going to have great guests joining us throughout the program. Jeff Schwartz of Fox Sports, former NFL offensive lineman, is going to stop by in just a couple moments here. But Ken, maybe just like a, a little appetizer. an appetizer. Yeah, an hors d'oeuvre. And a, an amuse-bouche, perhaps? Uh, right, yes. I've been watching Top Chef. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I know. I've noticed. Uh, yeah. And a, an amuse-bouche, perhaps. A little appetizer sure. for the people out there about what happened last night. Thanks to our friends over at NFL Honors. We probably need to, for like an entire segment, we probably need to like recreate the uh, the incredible two hours of finding out about all the NFL Honors, all the award winners, everything that went in our way. Uh, I'll just start with the appetizer of just saying we got insanely lucky last night. And hey, it's always better to be lucky than good. Maybe we were both. I'm not really sure. Uh, always better to be lucky. And we were... We were luck boxes. We were insanely lucky. We got the perfect run out. We got everything to go our way. It's almost never going to go like that. And the fact that like we were here in Vegas having dinner at the sports book, like during Super Bowl week, a ton of people obviously paying attention to the show, uh, honestly made it awesome. I'll just I'll speak for myself and we can get it in more detail as we go. Uh, a life changing amount of money and an incredibly memorable, like unforg- unforgettable experience. Um, so I, I don't know how much time we have here before our guest joins us, but uh, I'll, I'll say this now. And maybe we'll do it again a little bit later. But you were very nice on Wednesday um, opening up the show and talking about kind of my experience at, at Radio Row, right. which was which was really awesome. You know, it was getting, like a homecoming. Yeah, getting yeah. to see a lot of people that I hadn't seen in a long time. And kind of like, I hate this expression, but kind of like gave me my flowers and gave me of the course. opportunity to kind of. Oh, and there were a lot of flowers. There were a lot of flowers. Yeah. Yeah, it was really great. Some bouquets. And gave yeah. me the opportunity to kind of victory lap, you know, like career success that I've had. Um, I want to kind of give you the same opportunity here because – 
this is a pretty unbelievable like moment <laughs> for you. Putting it mildly. And yeah. look like the money is obviously great and like right. I won money also and like yeah. it was it was obviously really tremendous but but more than that man like you nailed this from the start and and Stefanski is awesome. Damar Hamlin, I think, like you absolutely crushed it from the beginning. <laughs> yeah. I mean, literally, yeah. like, like, and great job by Sean. Sean, a smile on his mouth, hand on his heart, uh, and yeah. Tyler Morales. Oh, the clip was unbelievable. Tweeting that video last yeah. night, dude. That that video was from August. Yeah. So, like, this is where I remember that show too. And this is the kind of like what I think makes the show great. You know, I I take us to Radio Row. I have all like these broadcasting connections. We get these guests yep. on the show. It's really great. And it was really fun. Too. And it was awesome. Yeah. And then like you win us a bunch of money with your betting acumen. <laughs> so it's like you know wager attainment. That, and, that's you know, that's, that's, and, and that's wager attainment, man. So look, you gave yeah, me sure. the opportunity to kind of you know victory lap a lot of success, and it can be whatever you want it to be. It right. can be that. It could be reflection. Whatever. Um, you know, I think you kind of deserve this moment here to kind of say sure. whatever you want. Well, thank you. First of all, I appreciate that. Um. Yeah, really, really. When it's when it's unexpected, it's so much better. We talked about this last night. So just like put yourself in my position for a second if you're listening, and uh, which is pretty easy to do. I've uh, you know it's a pretty easy, pretty relatable situation. We we bet all this stuff all year, and it's not just that we bet it. A lot of people bet these award markets. Uh, you have a lot of conviction about something that is very opposite of how everyone thinks. And that's like a really, not a dangerous place to be. It can be a really profitable place to be sometimes, but it can be a tough place to be because everyone is going to try to tell you that you're an idiot and that you're wrong and that it's never going to happen. Wrong. And that there's a 0% chance or whatever terminology you want to use. And I say that sometimes I call people zeros or whatever it is. And so, you know, like people are going to come at you because it's, it, how, what do you talk, like, what do you mean? You know, it's like trying to convince people the sky is red or something. Uh, up is down, down is up. That's what it sounds like to some people. And so it's, you know, for the whole season, it was just, look, like, I, I think this is going to be a lot closer than people think. I think this is going to be a lot different than people think. I don't know that that's going to happen. Like, nobody has the crystal ball on anything, even though I know I look great today. Definitely didn't have to go this way. But just I was felt really strongly that something was just not right and how things were being priced. And as time goes by, so you're me and we make all these bets. We make all these bets. We talk about it every week. We get a ton of you're stupid. We get a ton of it's not going to happen. We get a ton of that stuff. And it starts to look pretty dire. And uh, and we get to the end of the season. We thought it was done. I, I have rigorous award vote tracking. And we were behind, and it looked bad. Uh, and I only knew about half the votes. But then something really kind of like <laughs> the impossible happens, honestly, which is um, something you can't account for. And we can get into some of the details later about why this award was so much different than everyone else, and you know, like what made this one like tough to predict and special and all that kind of stuff. But just like honestly, we'll just repeat this: like one of the more mem like probably going to be one of the more memorable nights of like my career and my life. And uh, and it was cool to be with you for it too. It was awesome. Uh, going to give you the opportunity to talk about it a little oh, bit yeah, more, of guys. Let's get Jeff a headset, please. Uh, Jeff Schwartz is going to join us here so live man. on set. Who is doing? the uh, Good to hey meet you. Nick Costos, man? Yeah. yeah. Absolute, absolute pleasure. Uh, Jeff joins us on the show. Jeff, former NFL offensive lineman, Sirius XM NFL Radio, love that. I produced there for a long time. Uh, doing great work for our friends at Fox Sports, yeah. including the Bear Bets podcast yeah. with our friend Chris Felica and our good friend Sam Paniatovich, yes. who joins us every Friday. He'll join us a little later in the show. Great to have you on set. Uh, how's it going, my man? Good. You know, it's a long week. Getting ready for this game. Um, you try to try to try to say balance as possible this week. <laughs> right. um, yes. Tough to, to do in try, Vegas. Trying to make yeah. every wager that you can. Uh, you know, we have a little, a little balance, but uh, it's been good. I'm ready for the game to, to, to happen. Do you uh, 
we haven't really felt confident all week in like who we think is going to win. I feel like we've gone back and forth a ton on, is it really like we really want to go against Mahomes? Maybe we do, maybe we don't. Maybe it's as simple as take the Chiefs in the game. Do you feel like you have a strong opinion on who's going to win at this point? Yeah, I took the Chiefs money line immediately. Oh, immediately. So like opens yeah. and it's, there's hey, no question. Me and you, buddy. Yeah, me and you, buddy. <laughs> Look, okay, I mean, the, the simplest way to, to, to put this, you can say, um, okay, who's the better quarterback, right? Right. Patrick Mahomes. Yep. Which coach has proven in these moments is better, Andy Reid? Then you have Spags against Steve Wilkes. And you, so Spags is an incredible defense coordinator. He might be one of the best coordinators of all time, I mean, considering what he's done as a coordinator alone. One of the only coordinators to win Super Bowls on two different teams as a coordinator. He's incredible. Including so, beating the undefeated Patriots, yes, right. Giants fan. Yes, so just want to throw seven, that yeah. out there. And so, like, that to, that to me is the simplest test, right? I get the, best, the better quarterback, the better coach, the better defense coordinator. Of course, that's not the only reason why teams win or lose, but a lot of times, that is the reason why, right? And so, as the week has gone on, obviously, I like the Chiefs, so you try to find reasons to back that up, obviously. Sure. There are a lot of reasons to like the Chiefs in this game. Um, you know, Now, if the Chiefs go back to playing stinker football on offense where they drop passes and commit turnovers and and and, and penalties, they're going to lose. But they've shown now the ability over the last three playoff games that that's not their, what their team is right now. Yep, and certainly Marquez Valdez-Scanling, I think emblematic of that, catching the, the clinching pass in the AFC Championship game against the Ravens. All right, so you like Kansas City in the yeah. game. So do I. How, when you conceptualize the game, how does it play out? And, yes, this is also a question on how you feel about the total of 47 and a half. Well, I think it's an under game, um, certainly. I have 24-20 Chiefs. Um, I'm questioning if I – I want to wager on the second half. I might do it now before the game. I think it's 23 and a half still. Yep. And so I might go under now, or I might see if both teams sort of start fast and get a better number for the for the game. Sure. Um, the Chiefs scored zero second-half points last week and, and zero in the fourth quarter against Buffalo. Their defense is fantastic in the second half. Now, the football and the Niners' offense is really good in the second half, especially in the last couple of games. But the Chiefs' defense, guys, is really good. Like, it's, it's a legit team. So I think it's a lower-scoring game. Um, now, obviously, you could have the Super Bowl a couple of years ago when Williams scores and you know hits the over on that long run but i think it is an under game um and i sort of have my wagers along those those lines so chiefs sounds like an under game maybe talk about super bowl mvp for a second because if you tell me it's a, a 17 14 chiefs win or a 20 to 17 chiefs win something along those lines that feels like it brings into play some non-mahomes winners because his his stats can't be that good the score is really low is it is it still mahomes or is it somebody else i mean it's 17 14 it's probably not pacheco right i mean sure Get 100 it, it, yards and a touchdown. Chris maybe, Jones, but. maybe. I mean, Carloftis, okay. someone on defense. Oh, I like the Carloftis call. Sure. Someone on Edge. defense. Fellow yeah. Greek. I dig that. Um, yeah, there you go. Someone, yeah. someone on defense. <laughs> I mean, look, I guess you could maybe say, you know, he doesn't force a bunch of turnovers. I mean, yeah, I, I probably probably those guys, I guess. Uh, Pacheco, Chris Jones, Carloftis. I mean, just it's a, this seems to be a quarterback award, sure. you know? On the flip side, I think Debo's not a bad wager if you're looking for someone outside of McCaffrey. And outside of um, of, uh, of Purdy, I think that AU gets shut down because of the Chiefs' defense and what they do to number one wideouts. And then that brings up Debo Samuel, right? Sure. The Chiefs focus on shutting down AU, focus on Christian McCaffrey. Well, Debo's left over, right? So is Kittle. And so Debo, to me, could be a, a play for MVP. You better, you better here with Nick Costos, Ken Barkley, live from the BetMGM Sportsbook, Mandalay Bay, Las Vegas, Nevada, the site. Super Bowl 58, our guest, Jeff Schwartz, who does an awesome job in the sports betting space, also covering covering the National Football League, covering college football in general, our friends at SiriusXM, Fox Sports, and the Bear Bets podcast. Maybe we'll talk a little college football in a second. Okay. Definitely want to get your thoughts on 
Chip Kelly yes. leaving UCLA to go be the offensive coordinator right. at Ohio State. But before we do some college football, what is your favorite bet for the Super Bowl that we have not yet discussed in this interview? So I'm going to let Sammy give you guys the Kyle, the Kyle Juszczyk bet he likes. Okay. He's, he's texted me about it yeah. like four times it's, today. He's let us and know. So, <laughs> and so he that's a very good wager. I, I did some research on it just to it's, – it's, it's one of my favorite ones. It, it works out well. Um, Sam told me if it hits, he's going to wear one of Christian use checks like custom jackets the next oh, time you guys – Oh, he absolutely yeah. should. Yes. He put a lot of money into that. Um, look, I think it's simple, but, I mean, the Chiefs' money line, I, I took that already. I don't worry so much about in San Diego games like this, like where the public's at, where the Sharps are at. Like, I, I, I understand well, – we're, we're all going to win I, on Kansas like, City. Like, it's like, going to be like, great. Like, yeah. I understand that the Sharps have the team ratings as they are. So here's a couple I like. Um, I like where she writes over receptions, over uh, receiving yards. Um, I like uh, Brenna Ayuk unders, Debo Samuel overs. I, I, in this game, I, co I correlate a lot of the, the wagers. Can I, can I just ask you, when yeah. you say Samuel overs, is that receiving, receiving or do you yeah. like him on the ground also I have in receiving. this game? I have receiving over, receiving uh, receptions over. I, I mentioned Rice. I got a good one this week, which is shocking because I, I live in a state that doesn't have legal sports wagering. Not yet. March 11th, it does. Oh, okay. And um, – I got MVS longest reception over 13 and a half. Oh, it's now yeah. like 18 and a half. Yeah. That was my favorite. I mean, that's, a, that's a low number. He always does catch deep passes. So a couple, you know, a couple in there. Um, you know, it's again, it's everything's correlated for me for this game. So if the game doesn't go how I think it's gonna go, I'm kind of screwed. I have Chiefs long <laughs> Chiefs longest field goal minus 115. Okay. I took um Butker over so, Moody, easy yeah. sell. Yeah. So like yeah. I, that to me is uh kind of what I'm thinking about this game. Yeah, I mean, but I think like it makes sense. Like, what are you gonna do? Bet the Chiefs and then bet like Brock Purdy overs and Debo right. Samuel overs. Like, you know, right. you know, all the stuff's oh, gonna kind of be. Oh, I'll give you one I like. Oh, okay. I got Chris Jones over quarter of a sack at plus one thirty. Okay. Quarter of a sack, not half a right. sack. So, so you need like him and Carl Aftis like yeah, grab the quarterback yeah, at the, the same middle. time. In the yeah. Yeah. Chris Jones oh, has yeah. played in three Super Bowls. No quarterback hits, no quarterback sacks. That right, was crazy. Yeah. yeah, but he's impacted the game other ways. We always, you know, the first Niners game took a bunch of passes. Um, I think this is the game. The Niners right side offensive line, not terribly great. So I, I like Chris Jones. That might be my second favorite wager outside the the, the use check one. Jeff, we have about a minute to go here. And yeah. I know, like, you cover college football the same way yeah. you cover the National Football League. I saw you tweeting about it just, like, when the news broke about Chip Kelly yeah. leaving UCLA to go to Ohio State. Maybe your thoughts on that the overall good. state of college football, and uh, any early thoughts on, on next season here in about 60 seconds? Well, it's good to be Oregon right now with NIL, I'll tell you that. But um, I, I I love the, the new system. No, uh, look, Chip Kelly leaving is not shocking. He's been trying to get a job. But we don't see sitting Power 5, Power 5 coach. UCLA is not the best job. It's UCLA still going to be an OC to Ohio State. We, we, see group, we see group of five coaches, Sean Lewis last yeah. year, go and be the OC somewhere or DC somewhere. But in this, we don't see this happen, man. And so, would you say like happily leaving BC to go be the DC of the Packers in the same vein, or no? No, I don't think so. I mean, it, it, it's a that's a you make. I'll tell you this: he's making more money as a DC of the Packers than he is as an OC. Oh, excuse me, the head coach in Boston College. This not Chip Kelly's making more money as UCLA head coach. It's it's UCLA should have fired him and hired Jed Fisher, Jonathan Smith, and they didn't do it, and they're paying for that price now. Ohio State is not the favorite right now at BetMGM to win the national championship. Georgia is. Yeah. Do you do you think Ohio State is like like it, it's the Buckeyes' so, time now? In thirty uh, seconds, it's hard to pick teams that haven't done it before, right? And Georgia has, Ohio State has it, and they haven't even Michigan. I mean, I, look, Oregon's probably third or fourth on like on that list. Got to be Washington, right? You got to win the Pac-12. Like, sure. 
I understand their trepidation for those schools. I would take Georgia because they're Georgia, and you could obviously find a way to get off it at some point during the season. So I, I like Ohio State. They're very talented, but they got to prove it now. Jeff Schwartz, but now officially friend of the program. Right? Right? Yeah. You're on your better, you bet, because we have Felica comes on, Sammy yeah. comes on. Get the whole Bear Bet family like on yeah. your better, you bet. We'll yeah. get Will Hill on at some point right. as well. Jeff, we appreciate it, man. Awesome job. Check out Jeff on the Bear Bets podcast with our friend Chris Felica. Sammy Pettyanovich, he'll be on with us next hour on the show. Fox Sports, Sirius XM. Thank you so much, my man. Thanks for having me. Appreciate it. Thanks Jeff Schwartz much. here with us on You Better, You Bet. That was awesome. Thank yeah. you very much, man. Thanks, Jeff. Appreciate you. And, uh, for offensive lineman for my favorite yeah. NFL team, so I dig that. Uh, all right, on the other side, love, it likes the Chiefs. Oh, always good that people yeah. that agree. Money with line you. and like right. right away. So coming up next, uh, what's up? Yeah, that's, we'll, uh, we got about <laughs> maybe like an eighth of the way done with the with, with the old lap. <laughs> Which lap? The victory lap. It continues next. What'd you guys do? Like, where'd you go? What was it like? That kind of stuff. Would and you like to set the scene, or do you want me to set the scene? You, you, you did it earlier with some of our higher ups, and you did a better job than I did. I was kind of rambling, and you were like, "Let me just take it." All and right. You just so, took it. I, I want to give a shout out to Catch Come. in Aria. Yeah. So rest not twenty two. So yeah. no, no, this was far yeah. from a Catch twenty two. Summer. Yeah, Catch right. twenty two implies something is bad. Right. This was the diametric opposite of yep. bad. And I asked my wife a few nights ago. Like, hey, like, where should I go to eat? Which is really lame that I ask her that. She's in, like, New York. But you ask her everything. I do. You blamed her for not for not remembering to bring a belt. It's her fault. Yeah. And now you have a belt. And I, and but I got it. Yeah. Like, this is, and, and to be fair. <laughs> Credit to you. <laughs> I, I, I told her, hey, like, I blame you for this. And she accepted responsibility. Sure. She's supposed to help me with that stuff. Because I'm stupid. Right. And that's part of our contract together. She's supposed to help my stupidity. Right. Um, it was part of the vows, I think. So yeah. she said, you know, catch, there's a catch in New York. You have to go. So I went by myself. Sat at the bar on Wednesday night. Right. Had dinner. It was so good that when I found out that Mitch had made Mitch Rosen, our our, um, uh, our brand manager for BetQL, that he had made reservations there, I, I can't wait to go back. So we end up going. Me, you, Andrew Williams, and Mitch. The dinner is a ten out of ten. I mean, just whatever you think like the best dinner is, this is it. And and I'm and I I mean this sincerely. Like you might hear us say ten out of ten and think, oh, like they're playing it up, no. they're exaggerating. This was legitimately no. like one of the best meals of my life. And like if I, they don't have a Michelin star, then they should not award that anymore. Yeah, I, it yeah. was it, the it, James Beard Award, which I think was, is still a thing. It's absolutely still yeah. a thing, and I know that because I watched Top Chef. Oh, um, so the meal itself is outstanding, and we are kind of like basking in like the afterglow of this delicious, delicious dinner. Right, and, and the awards start coming in a little bit, and it's it's not anything that's surprising. Right, right? so it's, Stroud, CJ Stroud, Will Anderson, which was a good win for us. We liked yeah, that a lot. The, Had a, got a lot of good notes from people about the, that. The one. Will Anderson one was was, right. was 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 excellent for sure. And then we get the uh, the the notification, and you had it first, and I was in the middle, as you said, telling like a heartfelt story, which we do not have to. Repeat we don't have, we do not have to repeat the content, of, but you know, like imagine like four person dinner, a person is you know going into some emotional detail on like something that's going on, and it's it's serious, and you're like you know maybe eighty percent of the way through it, and all of a sudden like my phone goes off, and I see it out of the corner of my eye, and I I kind of grab it and look at it. And it's like, you know, Kevin Stefanski is one coach of the year. So you're like in the middle of the story. And then basically out of nowhere, like a hook coming off. The <laughs> stage, this this giant left paw is just like, just like grabs, grabs Nick and just begins violently shaking. Yeah, him and I love without it. any words. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like this. And you just keep looking at me. You're like, what? What is it? As if I'm mute. Right? Like, it's like, like, what is it, boy? What, what, what trouble? Trouble with the awards? What is it? Oh, what's, what, right. what, what's that, Lassie? He's in, <laughs> right. he's in, little Timmy's in the what, well? What's that, Lassie? D'Amico Ryans didn't win. <laughs> what? Stefanski? And, uh, and I just keep, and you go, what? 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 And then you go, 
Stefanski. And I go, yes. <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and the picture gets taken. And, uh, and, and, and that's what, picture number one. What presence yeah. of mind from our, from our. Unbelievable. So what's uh, our executive producer of the right. channel, whatever, all these titles are like right. a brand manager. Andrew or Williams, a.k.a. Ansel Adams. Yes. Case, and, right? Andrew yeah. Williams, who like, had the presence of mind to snap that unbelievable picture, Ken, right. that you, uh, that you tweeted out. Right. So when Kevin Stefanski, which is, yeah. which is like awesome. And also which like, is really, really good. Cannot be understated. <laughs> like important. Yeah. Can, can I also like, Piss off D'Amico Ryans. And I'm so annoyed, Rich. And yeah. I, you know what? I want to make this. I'll give my opinions on all of this. It's about Ken for right now. No, that's okay. Also, like, piss off D'Amico Ryans. Okay. And, like, the fact that, like, I had to buy out of some of my stuff. It's all yeah. really frustrating. Anyway. Can the Colts guy catch the, uh, who's the running back on fourth and one for the Colts? Uh, Slappy Slapperson. Goodson. Terrell Goodson. Name? Sure. But, it, but, you know, he is the bad son. <laughs> Cost me some money. What, what an idiot. Yeah. Um, that was a terrible movie. <laughs> Just really, really like, like, bad. Imagine yeah. sitting in a room and saying, oh, so what's your idea for this like horror flick we're kicking around? Yeah, let's make Kevin McAllister into a murderer. Oh, yeah, you know, it's what? the kid from Home Alone, but not the way you <laughs> yes, think. Yes, but evil. Right. Like, yeah. what? Ridiculous. Um, right. So then, so we. So that's photo number one. So we're, so now we are not only basking in the afterglow of this right. delicious meal that we have just like inhaled, but now we have also won money on Kevin Stefanski, coach of the year. Which so is Ken just like says, a shock. Yeah. So, so then Ken says, um, let's go to the sports book in Aria. Maybe they're showing NFL honors and we'll get to see like comeback player of the year. MVP, about a half whatever. Hour. And look, yep. there was no, Lamar was going to win MVP. There was no doubt about that. And I think. And here's what's so funny about Flacco winning, Ken, is that I think you and I were both hoping yeah. for Baker Mayfield. Definitely. Like we had kind of like like Flacco had been put to rest already. Like Flacco, which is probably I saw, I saw probably 20, not the right the right choice of words. I saw 25 of the votes and and Flacco was in third. So like you're me and you see that. How are you going to think about what the other 25 are going to be like? He was in third for sure through like, 25. I was going to say he, he thought he was dead, but also yeah. like not the best choice. We're going to have to avoid a lot of but, that. Probably and, in the and, segment. And on, yeah. I mean, the sincerely, that's not purposeful. No. It's kind of like this the terminology you use a that's lot true. of the time. Um, but so we think Flacco's not not live to win the award. No. <laughs> like, not going to win. He's not going to yeah. win the award. So we're hoping for Baker Mayfield. So me, Ken, Mitch goes upstairs to go to bed, and Andrew go to the Aria. Uh, well, we were, were already at, at Aria, Aria, but we went to the sportsbook. The sportsbook, yeah. the Bet MGM sportsbook at Aria, and it's not on the TV NFL honor. So we we all had money on basketball, so we're just like bumming around watching the game. Yep. And Andrew goes, Flacco won. Right, and, and I had been fooled earlier in the night because Mitch handed his phone to me at one point and goes, Mayfield won. Just kidding, which, and then yanked which, it away. Which, and like right. we love Mitch. Yeah, thank God he paid for that dinner. Also, yeah. like like Mitch, like is he here? No. Like you can't do stuff like that. No, Mitch. not like, to not to me. Like you can't <laughs> you can't play with people's money like that. No. Mitch. Also, no, also, thanks for the expensive dinner. Yes, it was awesome. Also, it was great. Um, and Andrew goes, "No, Flacco won." Right. And I think we both like, and it was like we're trying, we're pushing over like women and children to right. get to the phone to see like, is this we, a real? We account? flip the phone around. Adam Schefter with the check mark, and our both of our initial thoughts is, is this a parody is this account? Fake? Is it fake? Right. Like, what is happening? Is this a parody? Is it a darn Schefter? Are there underscores? Are there periods? Like, what's going on here? And it wasn't. Uh, so and we, there was, and it was, it, it felt like it was in slow motion at this point. So we. I, I, and then I'm on my phone. Like I just saw Ian Rappaport. Tweet, right. I have it on notifications. All it said was elite. Right. And I'm like, like, we got it. We got like, it. Like, like we won. So we, that's picture number two. Yeah. I which probably, is like, it's like a uh, Rocky and Apollo in the beach and uh Rocky, what was Rocky three? See, I don't even know like, which they're both. Right. They're both like 10 out of tens. So we embrace it is, and I will say this and I'll hand it over to Ken. Sure. I, I personally 
I've never won that much money betting on sports in one night as yeah. I did last night, which is not meant to be like, look at me, look at how great yeah. I am. Just that. What well, frames I, what's going on here. But I think yeah. I had even said to you earlier in the night, like for me, like Flacco is the dream. Yeah. And it was you for you also. Before? Like yeah. Flacco was the dream. It was like a huge price that I bet. It was to yeah. win like a, a lot of money. It was really great. Um, and then you just go, I need to call my wife and just like disappeared for a while. And I was just, <laughs> and it was like, honestly, like we were in like ecstasy. Like yeah. it was unbelievable. Not on ecstasy, but no. in ecstasy. On it was, X. It was, yeah. it was amazing. And dude, like, you know, I can, people will tweet both of us and say like, love you guys. Great job. Like Ken gets like, like I, I'll take credit. Like we had great guests on the show. Yeah. I can take some of the credit. Oh, for there's, that. A, there's plenty to go like, around. Dude, like, yeah. like, but this is, I appreciate the people that group us in those tweets and you right. like the show. Yeah. I appreciate it's that. Great. Dude, this is your victory lap to take. This was yours. It's uh, it's really crazy. And yeah, so just, I think everybody could put themselves in that situation. I did a little bit of this in the first segment, but just, uh, you know, you bet something that's really contrarian and, uh, and seems really unlikely and it seems unlikely and it seems unlikely and it seems unlikely. And then you kind of get a spark a little bit in the middle of the season where you go, okay, um, I felt really confident in this, and maybe there are a couple people that get this to the finish line. I think I said a bunch of times late in the season on the show, I just want to see what the conversation looks like. I want there to be good enough candidates that it becomes a debate with DeMar Hamlin and another player because I have like a sneaking suspicion what I think would happen if that debate happened. And I wasn't positive, but I was confident enough based on the prices that we were getting that it was it was worth betting and it was definitely worth talking about on the show it's one of the most interesting award markets we've ever seen it might be the most interesting because there's a lot of talk that they might change the rules of the award for next year to be more clear about what a comeback means literally as a result of what happened in this award market so you know you have this contrarian position and you're just getting unloaded on because it's not going great and then like you kind of get a spark and these guys flacco and baker mayfield oh like there's a lot of juice in the market now and we get to the end of the season though and i said this in the first segment it looks dire pro football writers association awards come out and Ryan's wins and Hamlin wins, and you're thinking, okay, like we can still win, like it hasn't happened yet, but like you know, come on the show, be really honest. I like, kind of, I, I think we're gonna take some losses here. I, yeah, I, I wrote it off. I wrote off comeback completely, like like at thought there was no way. I thought like ten percent we could get Baker, right. zero Flacco. And we we're, we're sitting at dinner at the even at the start of it, and and Mitch goes to me like, "What do you have tonight?" And honors, I go, "I think this is gonna be the worst award season I've ever had." You were like, "I think and, I'm gonna come in second. Yeah, I'm gonna come in second four times, and uh, which is never where you want to be." And no. <laughs> well, yeah, I guess better than being third, I guess, for a lot of people in a lot of races in this one, it's really first or nothing. And so second four times and he goes, well, like, what do you mean? I go, well, I'll tell you what. And I turned to Nick and I go, if there was one award that I thought could be different than what we'd found out already from the pro football writers, it was coach. And I was like, I just and I go, I'm not saying I think Savance is going to win nothing close to that. I just think it's going to be really close. That's just everyone I kept saying. I just I said on the show, too. I go, I don't think he's going to win. I just think it's going to be really close. And it ends up being, as the ballots are revealed afterwards, uh, the closest award in the history of the of any award that's been given out in the NFL. They literally tie a number of points. Ranked choices will be around for a little bit. And uh, and I didn't even – I had a friend who bets awards text me. He goes, how did they even – like, did they know what the tiebreakers were? Did they just make them up at the time? They have the same number of points. And the tiebreakers that Stefanski had – one more first place vote than Ryan's, which again, the God, it shows <laughs> to thank you to all the whatever 16, 18, however many people voted for Stefanski. Um, it just shows you what a, a knife edge it all was like, didn't have to be right. But again, like it's better to be lucky than good. Like we had an, an amazing break in that. And uh, so was happy to get that one home. But comeback is like what the show kind of became known for, honestly, in terms of doing these award segments. And um, well, and I'll, I'll frame this, right? Because like, you're probably too nice to do it. You know, 
I think there were some other people in the space and like credit to them that also kind of like wanted to fade Damar Hamlin um, from the start. And like, just for like, like the children out there, they're like, oh my God, are you, but how could you say this about Damar Hamlin? Like everyone's happy Damar Hamlin's alive and is playing football for the Buffalo Bills. Absolutely. Also like we, 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 and like Ken was right that he wasn't going to win this award. So right. sorry, everybody. It's right. not personal. Put your adult pants on and grow up. Yeah. I don't want to hear that. I don't want to hear any nonsense. I don't want to see any tweets, but put your big boy pants on or big girl pants on and grow the F up, grow up. Yeah. So some people were kind of like, yeah, we're fading to Bar Hamlin. Ken, I, I'll say it. Like you're 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 leading that. Like you're conducting that train right. from the start. And there were bumps along the way, oh, and people taking shots at you. Grand and, Canyons. And it's yeah. not it's not about taking pleasure and people that didn't. It's not what this is about. Right. But it's about like you took a stand on something. You didn't waver from it. Like what's it, diamond hands or whatever. You, sure. you you held on the whole time, and you were right, and you won, and it, it was, was pretty uh, awesome. It was just uh, yeah. I mean, this one will go. This one will go in the memoir. It's a situation where. Um, you know, just felt like something was going to happen and nobody else did. And then it did. And I'll be honest, like even at the end, like you and I are both sitting there. There's no way this is going to happen. And there's just the whole rest of the night is just a blur at that point. It's just I can't believe it. And I, we'll get into the voting a little bit, actually, too, here. Just, OK, like, how did this happen? I think a lot of people are probably tweeting that to your point about Hamlin and how, how could he lose? Um, he got the most first place votes. I said on the show, I thought he'd get 20 to 24. I literally gave that exact range. He got 21. So I got that part right. And then my concern was that the other two guys were going to split and that even though Hamlin didn't get a majority, he was going to win anyway because Baker Mayfield and Flacco were going to split the remaining. They did. One got 13 and one got 10. And this is what it's not like a Trump Hillary Clinton thing. I actually do want to make that comparison at some point because there that's an election where something really unexpected. happened. Who did Nate Silver like in comeback player of the year? <laughs> probably somebody honestly it feels like he's in every award market every every betting market uh injecting himself so uh, hillary and trump like when you broke down what happened afterwards you go oh well if we look at the data this way we missed something there was something that we like didn't account for uh sorting by education level there were like all these other like, splits basically and the more that you studied what happened in that election the more interesting it became it was an upset it was something that was unexpected and you know like there's there aren't that many similarities between trump and hillary clinton and comeback player of the year but that's one of them because something that was sort of unaccounted for here even by me i talked about it but i we've never had this before you couldn't say for sure this was going to happen but people <clears throat> excuse me people who did not vote for hamlin if you're not going to have him first are you going to have him on at all and that became the story of the award he gets more first by far than anybody else 21 to 13 21 right? to 13 and baker mayfield had 10 and Flacco gets by far the most second place votes, and I believe it was eight or nine voters. Does it surprise left Hamlin you? Off the Does that surprise completely. you that Flacco had more second place votes than Baker? I think what it is is like I can only see the firsts. Like when people talk, and it's the front facing media members. That's like half the pool. They're going to tell you who they have. I voted for this player. I voted for this player. I'm leaning toward this player. You gather up all that information. It paints a picture that says Demar Hamlin's ahead, and that's why we were so nervous about it, and why we were kind of resigned to our fate. And then what you can never know is like well, wait, but who'd you put in second? And then who'd you put in third? And there were people that left Hamlin off entirely. It became like, it is uh, it is an incredibly interesting betting market and an incredibly interesting award for that reason. The guy who got by far the most first did not win. You will almost never see that in any award ever. So uh, we don't have a ton of time left in the segment, but uh, I, I went to bed shortly afterwards. Actually, it was the best night's sleep I've had of the entire trip, which was funny. Right. You uh, you stayed up for a little bit. I'm not that that is not insinuating that Ken like was drinking all night. Yeah. But you were up for a little bit afterwards. I know. I'm, I feel like I'm looking at myself on the camera, like a little bleary eyed, like uh, might need a little shave after the show. I don't know, something like that. Yeah. You just you I had had friends come by, grab drinks, stayed up super late, and just uh, throughout the entire experience, we're just all sitting there. There'll be a pause, and somebody will just go like, 
can you believe this happened? I, How did this happen? And we all just laugh. And that was just, it was just the best. It's really, yeah. it's really great. Coming up on the other side, we'll talk more about this and kind of like lessons learned from the award market this season in the National Football League to wrap up our number one live from the BetMGM Sportsbook at Mandalay Bay. Phenomenal football Friday. You better, you bet. Live and direct from the BetMGM Sportsbook at Mandalay Bay, Las Vegas. You're tuned in to You Better You Bet with Nick Costos and Ken Barkley on the BetQL Network. Not just live. No. Why would we do well, Live and everything. Well, we're, in, li- we're live and direct. And direct. We're going to get you to bet the big game. <laughs> That's, uh, the what big is game. Live and direct. Yeah. I like that. It's like an 80s hip hop reference. Right? <laughs> like a de- dead and indirect. Right. It's You Better You Bet right. live yes. from Las Vegas, yes. Nevada. Um, Sorry, man name. So we will get back to, we will call it the L squared, the locky lap yeah, as sure. we move along. As we so, go. So yeah. um, American <laughs> soccer legend Tim <laughs> right. Howard yes. is sitting with us. As we just like ramble on about comeback player. So, uh, so Tim, just so you know, and we'll do the formal introduction right. in a second. Uh, my guy right here, Ken Barkley, absolutely slammed the NFL award markets. NFL honors was last night. Yep, yep. Hit a lot of long shots in a bunch of the markets. So it's yep. a very happy Friday for us here on You Better You Bet. So Tim Howard's going to join us in just a second on the show. Next hour, some familiar faces and voices to you, our listeners and viewers. Sam Paniotovich, Connor Allen, Evan Silva, all talking Super Bowl 58. Locky Lap coming up later in the show. We will take your bets on YouTube and Twitch for the Super Bowl later in the show. And we'll give you our best bets for Super Bowl 58 coming up later in the show but joining us right now and this is an awesome surprise i used to work with tony miola and yeah. to- i consider tony to be a friend and i hope tony wouldn't get upset with me saying this the best goalie in the history of american men's soccer is sitting with us right now the great tim howard who does amazing work with our friends at nbc i said to tim off air with rebecca Lowe and the robbies and others i think it is the best coverage that any network does of any sport what NBC does with the Premier League. And Tim is a big part of that, doing an awesome job at NBC. My man, it is great to have you here live on set. Nick Costos, Ken Barkley, BetQL Network, how are you? I'm amazing. Thank you for that intro, guys. It's uh, yeah, it's a pleasure to be here for Super Bowl weekend. Uh, NBC, yes, is uh, incredible. Great team. And uh, I'm just looking forward to the game. And we'll, we'll definitely talk about the game. Tim. Selfishly, Nick, more of a Premier League fan than I am. He follows the Premier League closely. I, I know you for, for being the Team USA sure. goalkeeper, and I'm sure you get asked questions about this stuff all the time. Like, so we apologize because I may ask. <laughs> no, you no, like I, yeah, I got like ten, and it's just like I'm just I'm I'm gonna fanboy a little bit because this is really awesome. Uh, the game against Algeria is like burned into both of our brains. Like we're both almost forty. We were like sort of like tw- early twenties. I remember where I was. Yep. Me too. I remember the call of the play. Yep. I said it word for word on the show the other day. Like it starts with Howard gratefully claims it. Uh, yep. Distribution brilliant. Like that's so down yeah. when you threw that pass so it sets up obviously for people don't know the landon donovan goal that sends the u.s sure. to the knockout round when you threw that pass which starts the whole thing none of that happens without that pass when you threw that were you like oh my god we might be onto something here <laughs> well it's what, what top three greatest goals in u.s soccer history right like yeah. it's it's up there top three moments for like people like oh, us oh, yeah. remember this it's, forever it's, yeah. it's number one it's right it's, 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 if, if it's not number one it's close and so yeah. i've never played in a game like that where it was a knockout. Both teams needed to win. There, there was no sense in the draw. A draw put us both out. Like it was, it was a big problem, and it was just back and forth. The last 20, 30 minutes was like literally end to end. It was a tennis match. Nobody was defending. Everybody was attacking. It was crossing the box. And 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 to be honest, that play probably happened three or four times previously because it was just that wide open. And then you know I'm a smart guy. Uh, I get the ball to the best player, and then you just let him go. And 
um, that history's made, and Landon did that. And Landon scored that goal, right. and I, I was with my roommate at the time, Jay, but in my apartment in Astoria, Queens, and we went absolutely. Oh, well, it just ballistic. builds too. Yeah. It's <clears throat> and, like and, Howard gratefully claims it. Like there might be something on here for the yeah. U.S., and it's like you're just like this, like and I, uh, your chair. And <laughs> I, I miss that team of Ian Dark and Steve McBain. Yeah. I thought they were sensational. 2014 yeah. World Cup. I hate to. I, I literally, you sit down and I go. Right. So how about that Belgium? <laughs> how about that loss? So, yeah, so, for, so. Pe for people that don't yeah. know, and I think a lot of people probably will remember this game knockout stage 2014 world cup i think it's the greatest game i've seen a goalie play period whether international club soccer you single-handedly kept the united states in the game like a billion saves in that game it's a crushing loss in extra time uh argentina would have been the next opponent sure, they would lose right. in the final to germany just like thoughts on that game and like basically what might have been and like obviously zero percent of that loss falls on uh, your show and i'm sure you know that well then, yeah i mean it's one of those situations and look i'm not I'm not a big believer in like taking things from losses. You either win or you win, right? And and I love that. Yeah, and it was one of those moments that as a team we we could really be proud of ourselves for the effort we gave. We were underdogs. They crushed us. We fought, and and that was part of it. Look, for me, that was my Jordan moment. When you're when you're a kid who grew up, you know, born in the '70s, grew up in the '80s and '90s, watching Jordan, he starts talking about being in the zone. No one had ever heard of like, what does that mean to be in the zone? And he broke it down in certain moments. You, if you're lucky, you get it. And I and I got a moment where things slowed down. I was in the zone. I was in the moment. I couldn't be beaten. And on a couple of occasions, I was. But ultimately, it was a crazy game. So you got that game. Well, you, you got 95 shots against you. Maybe <laughs> well, one's going to go say, in. And then uh, in Germany, like in an, it was, that, was it that World Cup or the earlier one? You had a million saves. And that was like that, the record. No, right? that was that was in, uh, in that <clears throat> World Cup. Yeah, that same Germany, one. I mean, yeah. it just what's the what's the best game you ever feel like you played? Was it the Nether? Was it the uh, it was the Belgium the knockout game. round of Belgium, Belgium game? Yeah, for sure. You just it doesn't get better than that. What do you think of the uh, the current state of uh, of United States men's soccer as we head towards the next World Cup? Well, I'm excited for him. I'm excited because this is a team that has has. When Greg Berhalter took over, he, he stripped it all down and said, I'm going to build with these young guys and I'm going to let them grow together, right? And so they're in that process. And I think they're starting to get near that halfway point of, and you guys know this about talking about sports, potential is awesome, right? Until you start to not reach your potential and then it becomes a hindrance. And I think this young team is starting to mature to the point where they're not going to get the luxury or the rub of the green of saying, oh, they're just young, they have time to grow. They're going to have a coming of age moment. And that's going to be in the World Cup 2026. And can they really make a splash? Yes. But they're going to have to do it then because all eyes are going to be on them. What are you most excited for that's going on in soccer right now? Could be Premier League. Could be something else you're seeing? Well, I'm excited about Premier League because, well, one, that's my day job and, and consumes all my thoughts. Sure. But, you know, Man City has run away with this thing for, you know, nearly the last decade there, thereabouts. And, and they're in a precarious position because Liverpool is really strong this year. They're the one team, Liverpool, that isn't afraid of Manchester City. Do you think Jurgen announcing that this is his final season like helps Liverpool in the in the title race? I, I think it does because there's a special bond between Jurgen and his players and the Anfield faithful. And so I don't think this is one of those issues where the players are going to be worried about that. I, I talked about this uh, every weekend. When they lace those boots up and cross the line, the manager leaving at the end of the season is like, third or fourth on their mind. It's the opponent, it's performing. They have such a synergy between them as a manager and, and a team. It won't be, I, I think it's gonna motivate them and galvanize them. It feels like there's a big three in soccer this yeah. year in the Premier League yeah. and like Tottenham had a really nice start to the yeah. season, but I, I don't think Tottenham's win, no disrespect. Mm -hmm. I don't think sure. they're gonna win the Premier League. Sure. Liverpool, Man City and Arsenal, yeah. maybe like the forgotten about squad. Who wins the Premier League this season? Gosh, yeah, incredible question, incredible question. I, I think. You know, was it though? I thought it was pretty basic. <laughs> no, because, pretty good. because I think when you look at last year, Arsenal, yeah. 
lost the title, really. They squandered a, a, a big lead. So you're thinking they're going to come come good again this year. They're in the race. Manchester City can't be, can't be written off because they have the ability to put together a double-digit win uh, winning streak at the end of the season like nobody can. But quite frankly, Liverpool right now, they're the pace setter. So who wins? You asked me the question. Manchester City. All right, All which right. is which would be like basically every year except for I know, 2019. I know. I know. I mean, but the like, in the Super Bowl, but listen, it goes pretty well. Pro right? Probably yeah. going to yeah, happen. Right. They're, they're the best team. Yeah. You better you bet. Nick Costos, Ken Barkley, live from the BetMGM Sportsbook, Mandalay Bay, Las Vegas, Nevada. Our guest, American soccer legend Tim Howard, NBC Sports, and ambassador for our friends at BetMGM. Tim, we will get to the Super Bowl. Your thoughts on the Chiefs and the yeah. Niners coming up in a moment, but really want to get your opinion on what's going to happen in this year's Champions League. Now, Manchester City won, won the treble last year, right? Yeah. Win, winning all three of the big yeah. trophies, including Pep Guardiola getting the citizens over the hump, winning the first Champions League. Manchester City's the favorite right now yeah. to win it again, followed by Bayern Munich, when it, an epic chase in the Bundesliga with Bayern Leverkusen and Javi Alonso, <laughs> right? Who wins the Champions League right now as we head into? And Tim, I got to tell you, football, American football occupies so much of kind of our day yeah. and our time. I love that the end of American football lines up usually with the start of the of the uh, yeah. of the knockout stage sure, in the sure. Champions League. Perfect. Is great. Who do you think wins the Champions League? Well, again, I, you talked about C being the favorite. I, I like Bayern Munich. I like I like how they, you know, German football goes about in, in a very industrious way. They know how to win. Ultimately, Man City's been there before. Their depth. Pep Guardiola can change his two center backs. He can change his midfield rotation. He can change his front three. Any other team in the world that does that, we call that a second string. Pep does it, and they get better. It's incredible how he can rotate his team and they can get better. He's a master. He's a genius at it. He's done it before. They won it last year. I just don't know who beats him because they are so strong. Because as you get to the back end of the season, you have to rest and rotate. And any other team in the world rests and rotates, and they get weaker. Man City gets stronger. Yes, we have to ask you about the Super Bowl. What do you like in the game cut up on Sunday? Um, I like the Chiefs. Yeah. I like the Chiefs because, uh, you know, as a former athlete, I'm, I'm a big believer in big game experience. Big game experience, been there before. What does this week look like? What does the media feel like? The pressure, getting your rest, understanding what preparation looks like. I, I do like the 49ers. I love Christian McCaffrey. I love what they're doing there. You know, when I look at Purdy, I think of, like, Trent Dilfer. I think of uh, game managers, right? Um there have been in the past in Super Bowls where you get a game manager who can make a big play every now and again, but it's impossible. Mahomes can just make magic out of nothing. They've been there before. They have the experience. I I find it really hard uh, to bet against the Chiefs. Tim, we got about 45 seconds yeah. to close here. Tell us a story, maybe like an underrated story, something from your career playing for the, or it could be from your time in the Premier League yeah. or the United States men's national team, something that maybe people haven't heard before. For our listeners and viewers, and selfishly, honestly, yeah. I like this stuff a lot, <laughs> and so does my co-host, Ken Barkley. Well, it's funny. When, when, um, when I think about my time at Manchester United, three years, epic, playing for the biggest club in the world, I remember – Alex Alex Ferguson is always talking about the hair dryer treatment and he gives it to players and, and, and he just literally just pins you back against the wall. And uh, my first game uh, against Arsenal, I let, I let a goal in and I just, I'm, I'm a kid from New Jersey. Like, I feel like there's going to be no problem. Like, he'll let me off the hook. And he absolutely nailed me to the wall and berated me. It was my, my first game, by the way. I played 45 minutes for the club. And I just remember afterwards thinking, that was a message to let me know that I've arrived at Manchester United. Do you think he got treated unfairly in the Beckham documentary on Netflix? I think anytime that you hear anything about Sir Alex Ferguson, you probably, it's probably him being treated unfairly. He's a brilliant manager. Um, he's going to call it how he sees it. He 
he holds players accountable and he's the greatest manager in the world. Uh, 10 seconds here. Do you feel like when you guys are doing the coverage on NBC that like you're part of something special? We are a part of something special. Absolutely. Our exclusive coverage, again, is second to none. And the way that we have a following in America and the way that they watch us and, and they're so loyal, uh, it's something special. I'm not just, I'm really, I'm not just saying that. I've said it to Rebecca also. She's so good. She's the greatest. Like she's, like the, the show is absolutely spectacular. And obviously if you're a soccer fan and you're in the States and you're listening to this, watching this, you know that I'm telling the truth. Tim, you're awesome, man. Thanks. We appreciate it. Great work with our friends at BetMGM and on NBC. Enjoy the game on Sunday. Stay well. And uh, we are going to hope to have you on the show oh, again yeah. in the future. Can't wait. Thank Love you, guys. No, no, in all seriousness. No, no, like, no, like, we're, we're, we're going to have you I'm on. back. I want to ask more world No, no, questions. like, we're going to get your cell phone number. <laughs> we're going to text you to come on. Uh, hour one done. Hour two for you coming up on the other side. The Locky Lap will continue oh, in hour number three. But we got three great guests talking the big game next hour. Evan Silva established the run. Connor Allen, four for four. But starting it off, Sammy Paniatovich with Nick and Ken right after this.